0: Welcome to the Hockey Town West Podcast. Here to talk all things Griffins, Firebirds, and Walleye are your hosts, Nick Harrington and Brandon Cook.
1: It says recording, and I can see your face. I can hear your voice. I think we're good.
0: You can't hear my voice? I wasn't saying anything.
1: I could hear it before I hit record. Nice try. I've been fooled enough today, like fooled to think the Griffins would win that game.
0: Oh, that's (laughs) such a tough... (laughs) <laughs> the game literally ended like 5 minutes ago that was uh, that was a heartbreaker that's all i wanted you to post was not want you post a goal I just wanted you to post like a heartbreaking meme a gif and just leave it at that just...
1: uh yeah well, I mean, obviously we're going to talk about it but i was so sad cuz simon makes that really good defensive play in overtime and then it turns around and it's just another it, yeah it, Feels bad. Feels bad for the kid.
0: It was. Uh, I feel bad for the team. That was. That's a. That's a tough. That's. <laughs> oh, I'm frustrated about it.
1: I know you are. I know you can't wait to talk about it.
0: Yeah. Oh, and I'm excited to talk about the other stuff this week too. There's other stuff. There's other stuff. There's other games. Perfect. Baby.
1: I know. We can get I over like this one stuff. quick. Move <laughs> on to the next one. That's true. We that's true, we can. I didn't think about it like that. Look at that. Turn the page. Oh man. Well, welcome to the Thursday episode of the Hockey Town West Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Brandon. And I'm Nick. And let's let's just jump into it, man. This is uh the Griffins played the Toronto Marlies uh tonight, which was Tuesday, December 5th. Uh their first or sorry, second game of this five-game road trip. And before we talk about the game, let's talk about this joke of a schedule that these poor players have to play with. Man, it's you know they had what Saturday, then they got tonight, then Belleville, Belleville, Friday, Saturday, and then Toronto again on Sunday. The Marlies don't play again until they play us on Sunday. Good for them. Like, um, take a oh, just take the rest of the week off. Yeah, take Sunday off too. <laughs> we we won't yeah. we won't complain. We gave them two points. They can give us just the free two points back. It's fine. Game breakdown time. So this one starts with the smallest crowd I've ever seen in a Toronto hockey game in my life.
0: Holy crap, (laughs) it was so noticeable.
1: 2,100 people total. It did not look like that. Where were those 2,000 people? Like, I don't know, man. Bob did mention, I've never been to Toronto, but traffic in Toronto is a nightmare. And I'm sure the last thing people want to do on a Tuesday night in Toronto is leave work and then go sit in that traffic to go watch the Marlies, who have been struggling. So, yeah, it makes they sense.
0: Haven't, they hadn't won a game since they last played us.
1: Uh, existence is pain. Um, <laughs>
0: this, this, this is why people don't want to go see them.
1: That's that's fair. I, I get that. <laughs> well, the first shock of the night for me was starting goaltenders. Not for Toronto. We knew that Hill debut would probably get the start. Uh, Michael Hutchinson gets to start for Grand Rapids didn't see that one coming
0: just when you thought we figured out Watson's goalie maneuvers he changes
1: it up I'm going to stop predicting who's starting on the podcast because I feel like we say it and he just does the exact opposite so no more predicting the starting goaltender for games I'm done with it because it just disappoints me every time but yeah Hutch gets to start. Hildeby gets to start. Jump into the first period here. Six minutes, one second in. Toronto takes a 1-0 lead. Not how you really want to start there, but that's okay. Because seven minutes, 41 seconds in. Joel Esperance gets his fourth goal of the season. Assisted by Tim Gettinger and Zach and reese Zach and reese had a little bit of a game tonight. He's not a little bit of a heater.
0: He played so good tonight. I, I wasn't oh, surprised good. every time I heard his name.
1: No, not at all. So, and then, of course, to end the period, though, 18 minutes, 52 seconds in, Toronto takes a two to one lead, getting their second goal of the game. And at this point, I'm thinking, all right, it's me, back and forth games. Toronto scores, Graham scores, Toronto scores, Grand Rapids scores. And of course, in the second period, 11 minutes, 22 seconds in, Albert Johansson gets his first of the season assisted by Aston Reese and Bear Grant.
0: It was a beautiful goal. Did you see this it really setup? Was.
1: I <laughs> did. It was really pretty. Uh, big, big again, passing was crisp on that. It was crisp on the Lesby goal. I, I liked what I was seeing there so far. What? two minutes, uh, almost exactly two minutes later, Kyle Clifford breaks into the zone, gets taken down, and still slips the freaking puck between Hutchinson's legs. That's a goal that Hutchinson has to stop. Yeah, I'm sorry. I normally am always like, Oh, you know, it's oh, it wasn't his fault, or no, that that was bad. That was a bad one. He'll watch that back, and he's going to want that one back for the rest of the week. But that's okay because, like I said, back and forth is what I was feeling, and that's what it was. Uh, start of the third period, two minutes, 35 seconds in, Berggren gets his fifth of the season, assisted by Johansson and Edmondson, Little Red Wings feature line going there. The Swedes
0: were playing also, so well tonight. The
1: Swedes were playing fantastic, and that goal was sick. He put that puck top shelf. He knows how to use that screen so well. Even Bob commented on that one during the broadcast. Like when he when that screen gets set up in front of him, he's gonna kind of most likely to find the back of the net or he's gonna hit the post. Like that's that's just what's gonna happen. So beautiful shot by him. And at this point, I'm thinking, all right, things are looking good. And it got better. Because Zach Aston Reese gets his fourth goal of the season, assisted by Les Perons and Harosi on the power play. And the passing on this play, crisp the shot. Beautiful. Like, everything's feeling good here. We have the lead.
0: We came back from behind. Grabbed yeah, the down lead. Three down 2 Against the Marlies at home. So I'm like, oh, here we are. We've got this. I'm feeling good.
1: You sucker. They tricked you. <laughs> Every time. Yeah, because 16 minutes into the period there, Toronto... Ties the game. And at that point, like, Griffins and the Marlies just started going back and forth. It was very, they get into our zone, get an opportunity. We get in their zone, get opportunities Back, forth, all the way to the end of the third. Uh, but no one scored, and it brought us to overtime. So, how did you feel about overtime? Because <laughs> I have thoughts. I
0: mean, for overtime... I don't know. Like it was back and forth. It's like your typical three on three overtime. I mean, I, it was as soon as somebody cap like, well, as soon as one team makes a mistake, it's down on the other end.
1: Like, yeah. Well, that's, we never really established in their end. We got into their end, made a mistake. They took it down to our end on a two on one. Simon,
0: catch, Simon catches them,
1: turns on the freaking Jets, catches them, and makes a really good hand eye play to bat the puck out of the zone. Like, I saw that and was like, "That was pretty okay. We can we can win this. Yeah. Like making plays like that, you're gonna win." They turn around, make another mistake where Hiroshi goes down. Toronto turns around, two on one again. Zarnick, or not Zarnick? Sorry, Evanson yeah. made the play to lay down and block it. Didn't work. Marley scored. But, like, that way that goal went, I don't really understand the breakdown that happened in front of our net there for that goal to go in. I really don't. Because all of a sudden, he was just kind of there. And Hutch looked out of position. There wasn't a defenseman on that guy anymore. And we're just, yeah, it just happened.
0: I feel like we need more practice on on three-on-three, and we need more practice on the power play. We need more practice. We don't have a lot of three-on-three. Like, we haven't gone to overtime quite a lot this season. I think it's been only twice. And we've lost both games. Yeah, because it was clearly. I'm I'm literally sitting here
1: watching it back again, and I just don't really understand what happens. So, like, obviously people can't see what we're talking about unless they watch the game. But the best way I can describe it, it wasn't Hiroshi that went down. It was Zarnik that goes down. The guy lands on top of him, so obviously he can't get up and recover. And... Perosi had already gone in deep into the zone. He's way past the defender. He's below the, the face-off circles. So he can't get back either. Toronto picks this puck up. Two on one. Edmondson's not sk- backskating. He's forward skating with them, trying to keep up with them. And he turns around to pivot. That's
0: tries to stay pass. with
1: it. But as he does that, the guy with the puck goes to the right. Edmondson drifts to cover the other guy and leaves him open there. And the shot just it was a nice shot, but basically has made one around. too many moves. Hutch yeah. bit, and, man, Hutch gets way out of position. Like, the middle of Hutch's body is in line with the post. His left leg's outside the, the crease, way outside. Right leg's barely inside. Like, he's yeah. just a, It's not the way you want it to go, man.
0: No, especially we're on the road. We're trying to get that second win of the season. We're trying to build some momentum. We need to get some points back from – we need to get some points, first and foremost. Yeah. And second, we need to show, like, a little bit of fight against Toronto because they whooped us in a, at home the two games that we played them. So, like, for us to come from behind and get the lead and then to give it right back and then to lose it overtime, like, that's, that's so defeating. And we had most yeah. of the roster in tonight.
1: Yeah, Edmondson was back. Herosy was back. Zarnick was back. Shine was still out with the flu, and uh, Lombardi as well with the flu.
0: Emma was out with the flu again. Kid needs to take his vitamins.
1: Maybe he wasn't <laughs> out with the flu the first time.
0: Yeah, I think he was out for an injury. I think so too. <laughs> um, he said that he would hope that he was healed up by this weekend.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm, I mean, flu-like symptoms were Herosy, Edmondson, and Zarnick too, and. Uh... They were back pretty quick. I mean, Saturday to today. So, again, we said they've maybe invested in that super flu potion. Who knows? The Griffins dropped this one five to four in overtime. Shots at the end of this Griffins 27, Marley's 26. Obviously, there was no shots on goal for Grant Rapids as they couldn't establish themselves in overtime. Uh, the Marlies only had the one shot on goal. Griffins do go one for three on the power play. Marlies went 0 for three. Another good night for the penalty kill. It seems to be the consistency, consistent piece that we have right now. You know, I titled the last episode, when are we going to see some consistency? That's about the most consistent part of our game right now is our penalty kill. Thank God. Uh, but I like top of that. the league.
0: Our yeah, penalty kill's no. is like top of the league.
1: Yeah, it's great. It's fantastic. That's one of the things that Lashoff's owning too. Just want to point that out. You know, He gets credit there. Steph, Steph's, Steph's got the power play. Lash has got the penalty kill as far as I know. That makes sense. So, does uh Hutch stops 21 to 26 in this game. Hildeby stops 23 27. Standout players for you tonight, sir. I mean, Zach S. and Reese is mine right away. He had an incredible game. Uh, I know that's probably the same thing you were gonna say too, but I mean, one goal, two assists, plus one, four shots on goal. Played fantastic tonight, just continues to get better and better with each game. I think he's really found himself on this team. And that connection between him, Lesby, and Hiroshi man, that was working. Whatever was going on there was working.
0: Yeah, because Lesby had – he finished the game with a goal and an assist, plus two, three shots on that. So that line was was so good tonight. And get, I think Gettinger – was it Gettinger or was It
1: was Hiroshi Hiroshi yeah. had the assist on the second goal, uh, Gettinger. So the main line –
0: yeah, what were the what was the line?
1: Yeah, that line was so the original line they were set up in the second line: Aston Reese, Gettinger, and Les uh okay. Hiroshi mixed in on the power play there. That was that was Herosi, lesperance and uh, Aston Reese exactly. there as well. Yeah, and Gettinger is also on that power play line. So
0: that's what sort of I'm looking at the goals and those stats. Like Joel's first goal was by with assist by Gettinger and Aston Reese. So. That's what I was like. I think that's how they started. Um, but then you throw a in on the power play, that makes sense. So I like, okay, get
1: gastro gettinger was not on that power play, my bad. But it's okay. Either way, the chemistry is is there on those for, between those guys, it looked great tonight. Like that that was the most fantastic. crisp passing we saw was from um, those players. So that
0: was their that was that line's best game that I've seen, like individually. Um I'm not using that as my player of the game, but um, I, that line was that line was good tonight. I liked it. Uh, yeah. Hopefully, De'Anne keeps that line together.
1: I really so, liked Lesperance's game tonight too, though. Uh, that, that, again, we keep saying he needs games like this. Obviously, uh, and he, I, he played very well tonight.
0: I would have voted him as the uh, player to watch tonight, to be honest with you, because we talked so much crap about it last episode. So uh, usually, how it goes like, for us, we talk yeah.
1: crap and they turn around and have a great game.
0: Yeah. Uh so yeah, I could I could have put money on that and do that. Lesbi was gonna have a good game tonight. But,
1: that's um, fair. I did I didn't grab one clip in the third period there. It was on that, uh I think it was on the power play. Don't was it? No, which one maybe I don't remember. So I grabbed a, I grabbed one clip, Lesby in front of the net. We talked about this multiple times, but he needs to be parked in front of the net. And his his Assist on Aston Reese's goal. He was down right next to the net to be able to get that puck up to Aston Reese. And then right after that, they turned around, had a really good zone entry as well. And somebody fired the puck on net. And Lesby picked it up, did his little thing in front where he tried to shovel it in. And it was a great scoring opportunity. Every nine times out of 10, if that guy's parked in front of the goal, there's going to be a scoring chance there for him. If he can get if he can get the rebound, if he can get the puck on his stick, he's going to do something smart with it in front of that. He knows how to play that net front so well. So hopefully Dan saw that tonight, and we see more of that in the future because I need to see more of that.
0: Yeah, I mean, and it, he did it tonight, and look how we got like how we was rewarded.
1: So with the end result of this one, like yeah, we lost, but this this feels like one of the more well put together games that the Griffins have had recently. Just like how the lines were meshing, the chemistry was there, the passing was extremely crisp. And you know, or the Marlies walked us up and down the ice the last two times they played us. Like it was they owned us, and tonight we kept with them, still missing a couple key pieces that we usually play, too. And they just looked better. It, I don't want to place blame all on one person because it's a team sport. I'm I'm sorry. After the game that he had on Saturday night, Hutchinson should not have started this game. This is a different game with coasters in that. I'm calling it. I'll say it.
0: Yeah. I mean, hindsight's 2020, right? I mean,
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I so I texted Tyler in the middle of the game and I go, why is Hutch starting tonight? And he literally is like, there's gotta be some other play here that we're not understanding at our level. Like, there's got to be some bigger picture thing happening here. It, it just doesn't make sense. Even he agreed. He's like, you know, he's like, I don't mind it because the Marleys are playing him and he's a Toronto guy. But <laughs> it, it's, it just didn't are make you sense. About, and the way. You're talking about
0: Hutch is a Marleys guy or Tyler is? I
1: don't know, both. Hutch
0: was there for a while. That's why I said that. I
1: know wake Hosa, you know, doesn't play for two weeks, comes in and stops 35-36 for a great win on Friday night. Hutch goes in Saturday night, and he gets lit up. Not to all his fault, by any means. Not every goal is his fault tonight either, but the overtime goal, bad. The goal that tied the game, not great. The goal before that, bad. Like, this is... He's been on this yeah. massive upswing lately, and we've suddenly seen him drop. We need to see the upswing again. Yeah, I mean, and there was...
0: There, there was two. There was two goals against them. One was a screenshot from the on the from the blue line. So there's nothing you could do on yeah. that one. The other one was a turnover, right in our blue area. <laughs> our blue line, yeah. Docker. Yeah, Docker. I was like, man, I thought we had this cleaned up by now. But um... the only
1: thing I can see this that happens here, like if I'm the coach, I can't see myself going Kosa one night out of these next three games, back to back to back. I'm assuming we see Cosa, Hutch Kosa, but at the same time, like I don't see a I I don't see a back to back happening at all this weekend. I there's saw, no what
0: I mean I saw it on there. Somebody had said it earlier. They're like, well, we could probably see Kosa in the next two games and then Hutch on Sunday. I say
1: Coast Friday, Hutch Saturday, Coast Sunday makes sense too, but. Especially the way Hutch played against these same Marlies tonight, I, I don't, I don't play Hutch against the Marlies again on Sunday if I'm Dan. I just can't.
0: I can't. Maybe do he that. goes. Maybe he goes every other. That's probably Coast Hutch and Coast. That
1: would be nice, but I know I literally uh, said at the start of this I'm not going to play the Marleys anymore. But at the same time, like it, it, that that decision right there feels like that decision may or may not have cost the game. I don't know.
0: Nah, I don't think it would cost. I wouldn't go that far. I mean, it was one goal. No, it was multiple. I, no, I mean, like we lost by one goal. Like I right, I know technique.
1: <laughs> A goalie that can close up the let close up the five hole there. You know, yeah, would have helped us out tonight. But anyways, moving on. Uh, well, my
0: standout player. We didn't. We talked about my standout. Yeah, player. I know. Oh, that's why we're moving on.
1: No, no. Moving
0: oh, no. on to that for you. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought the Swedes played really well tonight. Simon, Albert, Berggren. I that connection looked so good. Uh, they just knew where they each other were. Uh, I mean, Berggren had a nice play. I think it was in the second period uh, when he, you know, did that little deke around the guy and set up an odd man rush on that side. We couldn't convert. We didn't convert on it, but it was a good attempt to like, yeah he did sell he did sell on his one goal he did he did uh celebrate a little bit so i i think Still he bergy. is he yeah. i thought i thought he was having fun tonight so uh which That's is good. something we we <laughs> yeah i i realized the last four episodes we've like really banged on the bergie drum and uh and i don't think it's for like slander reasons or anything no. like that i we like the always we, go to bat
1: for bergy man like
0: yeah he, he's just our spotlight player for this year i mean should be in the wings.
1: I mean let let's be real here. There's if you had to step back and be like, okay, you've got to pull a player up to Detroit on offense right now. That's playing in Grand Rapids. Who's it going to be? Bergie. Yeah, Bergie and Simon are the next two call ups. Like that. That just is what it is. No one else in the team. No offense to anybody. It's just where we're at currently. But nobody else is ready for that step at this exact time. Not a single player. You know. I, I think some people have said some of the players are a lot further out than they actually are just based on, you know, statistics and not watching game by game. But you, you yeah,
0: he, I, I would like to see called up. Just give him a chance. I, people are freak out about this, but over Johansson. Just to like, good since
1: coming back, man. he's looked really good.
0: Just to like, give him the chance to get, see how he does up there. You know, give him like nine games. Just like they did with Simon last year, but you know, people will be people will freak out. <laughs> he would send oh, the fan people base on would fire. He, <laughs> but I mean, he's he is in line. I like Albert. I
1: don't know for sure, like he he's in that conversation. Uh, but I mean, you look at the points lately between Bergeron and Edvinson; like they're just on fire, man. They're they're both playing. What looks like the top of their game in the AHL right now? Oh yeah, yeah. I, 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 I can't. I mean, I understand patience, 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 and I want patience too. But it is like Bob said, after his assignment scored one of those goals on Friday, you know, he keeps doing stuff like that. It's gonna be hard not to keep him in Grand Rapids. Like it's it's, it's it's he's gonna make the choice for Detroit here pretty soon. And the way these two are playing, they're gonna force their hand and make Detroit make a decision this year. I yeah. have a feeling. Like I don't I don't know if it's good to toss those two into that possible playoff implications, you know, games for this team, but man, they're playing so darn well right now. They are. I mean it's
0: they they know what's at stake this year. It's like, I mean it, it's much as it is as a proven year for both of them, you know. Yeah. Can they do it? Can they make that next step? And can they handle the adversity of being down here this year after they had so much success and time up in uh, Detroit?
1: Yeah, I mean, dude, that Bergen pass on Johansson's goal. I mean, Zach Hanson Reese gets some good credit there, too. That little no-look tap to Johansson. Like, he knew he was there somehow. I don't know how he knew he was there, but he knew he was there. But that whole just set up there. Oh,
0: that I love that hockey. I love that kind of hockey. (laughs) That's
1: that's the good stuff right there. Dude, those are the highlights
0: I can take of this loss, and I can look at it and be like, Oh, yeah, that was fun. Yeah. we're so close. Uh, one thing I thought we improved on a lot tonight, too, is we didn't hit as many posts as we have the last like five Thank games. God, <laughs> like I went back through to listen to our episode, I've been listening back to us, and I'm like, Man, have the common theme in these last few games have been posts being hit. Uh, and I didn't hear, I didn't hear a lot of them tonight.
1: No, and the audio was pretty easy to hear because the arena was pretty quiet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was on a small oh. delay. I'm like, I saw the goal go in or the puck go into the goal and then I heard it. I'm like, this, this is not how that works.
1: But Right. You said, right before you said that comment, you said one thing where you're like, you know, we, we talk about those highlights, those clips. We're like, oh, we're so close. You said it last episode. This, maybe this road trip is where this team really comes together and Whatever bonding time they've already had on this little bit of the road trip, tonight looked dramatically better than what we've seen recently, especially Saturday. Like this, this was, I know, again, not a great Marley's team. Every time I get excited, we're playing someone who's (laughs) not good. But But the fundamentals of the game are what they were really struggling with. And tonight they all looked good on that
0: yeah, I think it's important too. It's like, yeah, the Marlies are not good. Belleville we'll get into in a minute. They're not good. But for a team that's still trying to come together and gel and like get the system down cuz last tonight we saw the system quite a bit. I mean, I saw a lot of breakaways. I saw not breakaways, but like more uh, odd man rushes. I saw more cross-ice passes and more space on that on the wingers. So we need to these easy teams we need to get that confidence of just like if we can put like tonight would have been perfect we get a road win we put them away we come from behind we win it in overtime like I would be on a high you know the, these are the games that we need to take advantage of and really implement the system and get it down to be able to play those harder teams you know like Dallas next week or Texas you don't want to be same thing, same thing.
1: Dallas, Texas. The, the stars jerseys all look the same. It's yeah. whatever.
0: There's only one way to do yeah. it.
1: It's
0: true. The way the Minnesota did. I
1: did not, but the North Stars logo was way better. Yeah. Was, but... Those jerseys were way better. All right. But... Any final thoughts to close out tonight's game against Toronto?
0: Um so no ammo. Tonight, because he was out. Um, our minus players tonight Rossi was a minus two, Elmer was a minus one, Volander was a minus one, Carter Mazer minus one, Didier minus one, Marco Casper minus one. Like, I mean, still, like, the Casper situation still... Not that situation, but Casper's place still concerns me a little bit. I know we got to give it time. But I just... I, I, need to, I need to see something. Still, he's he's so quiet. I don't know. Maybe it's just me.
1: November, man. Or not November. January. January, man. January. January. Yep. So... That's my thoughts. January, I think, is where you see Marco Casper... Break out in his shell. He
0: had, he had one shot. He had one shot on that, and he had two penalty minutes.
1: We're close. He's just got to find who he clicks with, man. Like we said last, clicked with Harosi, uh, and he clicked with Aston Reese. Like you got to find who's clicking with who, and who's clicking with the majority of each other.
0: Do you used have the lineup?
1: Yes, I do actually.
0: Who was he with tonight?
1: Marco Casper was line mates with Elmer Soderblom. And Carter Maser.
0: Well, that makes sense why those two were minus ones as well. Then eh,
1: they were, that they good. were only say oh,
0: yeah, they were the only ones on the ice for that first goal. But that's an interesting lineup right there, too. is Albert, the
1: goalie not there
0: either? Casper, uh, no, it was Ian. Ian was our goalie at that point.
1: Oh, yeah, I think you said first goal.
0: Uh, I know, mean, I was kidding. Yeah, they oh, were. On the, they was were like, on
1: there, there was no empty netter. What the?
0: There, oh, you got me. Them. There was none. Um, All right. I'm just looking at like these. Is, the guys that scored it was or assisted it was Zolo and Holmberg, and then I swear I saw him again. Blandy and Shaw. That line did really well against us too, but there wasn't the same. Like they scored. With different people on the ice against them every time.
1: Marley player for Marley's players for a second. The guy who scored the first goal. Oh, what? Oh, yeah. He's got seven goals in the year. Five Six of them three. are against Grand Rapids.
0: Yeah, he had a hat trick. The game that we were at. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's. Uh, Bob mentioned he's a Griffin skiller.
1: Just thank God we only got one more game against him. It's not like back in the day where Chicago had Podorowski and. He was lighting us up left and right. Oh, my God. It's terrible. But, yeah, any other final thoughts for the game against the Marleys?
0: No, no final thoughts. Hopefully we can get that last one against them on Sunday. Yeah.
1: Griffin's back at it against them on Sunday after they're stint in Belleville for two games. So we'll have those games covered all weekend. it be a fun weekend of coverage for us. Hi. Right. I just got three amps. Boom, boom, boom. I work Friday, Saturday. So do you. This should be fun. We got it. We got it. I believe we're in you. Pro. We're pros at this point, right?
0: I'm getting there. I think it's 200 episodes. 100 episodes? 50? How many?
1: <laughs> 50 were officially amateurs. 100 uh, were semi pro. 200 were pros. We'll get there. Yep, we'll do another we will.
0: episode right after this.
1: Just keep them coming tonight. Let's go. All <laughs> yep. nighter. Let's bust out 50. We'll predict the next
0: 50, 50 games. games. All right. <laughs> so, want, to get into, want to get into Belleville? I want to get into an
1: ad break.
0: That's Yeah, that's probably a better idea.
1: That probably is a much better idea than going to Belleville. So yeah. I'll send it or... over to DraftKings.
0: Bet the action on the ice with DraftKings Sportsbook. This weekend, we've got the big game, Michigan versus Ohio State. Michigan, if you take the spread, is minus three and a half points. Download the app now and use code THPN. New customers can get 150 bucks instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on hockey. That's code THPN. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. The crown is yours. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800GAMBLER.net In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467369 Connecticut. Help is available for problem gambling call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org please play responsibly on behalf of boot hill casino and resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in ontario bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance cdkng.com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restriction terms and responsibly game gaming resources nhl and the nhl shield are registered trademarks of the nhl of the national hockey league at copyright nhl 2023 all rights reserve
1: so let's so, jump into belleville you did a lot so, of prep work for this appreciate you yeah i was we, we were slow at the dealership <laughs> i can tell i i i can tell
0: <laughs> so god the
1: so i didn't
0: know much about belleville and i'm assuming most people probably don't if you're following the hl you probably don't know the other teams in the other divisions as well so i went in depth because i want to make sure that when i knew it and then two that you know here's some information for you guys all right so belleville they are in the north division this division consists of cleveland syracuse rochester toronto who we just played belleville utica and laval all right and i read that off as the standings of as of tuesday so some of the games did probably ended so somebody played they moved around a little bit. Probably Toronto may have gained some ground on Rochester with tonight's result. Uh, current stat line for Belleville. So they've got eight wins, eight losses, one overtime loss, two shootout losses, and they're sitting with 19 points. They have 53 goals for and 66 goals against. Uh, they're 2-0-0 and one in their last three. And in their past 10, they're 3-5-1-1. So they are struggling. They are not doing well right now. Uh, penalty minutes, two hundred twenty-nine. That's pretty average right now. Uh, their penalty kill is absolutely abysmal. Uh, <laughs> they're seventy-four point six percent. They're thirtieth out of thirty-two teams. Uh, power play, not great either. Fifteen point nine percent, and they are twenty-four out of thirty-two um, in the in the division or in the conference. Sorry, in the league. So, big thing for us is going to be is special play power play. Time to
1: pad those power play stats this weekend.
0: Yeah, and um, we'll probably be able to kill quite a bit of the penalty kill. So, um, head to head, uh, they play. They do play tomorrow against Laval. So on Wednesday, uh, so stats and everything could change. The head to head matchup. So their affiliate team is Ottawa. Boo. Um, boo! Boo, yeah. They, <laughs> Sorry, they,
1: they, I had to. They're,
0: they're not doing well either, so surprise, surprise. They suck.
1: Unparalleled the,
0: success through and
1: through.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm going to get to their draft strategy here in a second, which is very odd. This is the first game that they've played Belleville since January 18th of 2020. So, pre-COVID, if you guys can remember that. Really like, pre-COVID. Like literally (laughs) right before everything shut down. Uh, Grand Rapids won four to three. um, That was home. This is their first trip to. I think their arena is called Coca Cola Cola something. Somebody Bob said on the announcement.
1: Oh, they're playing at the Coca Cola Coliseum tonight.
0: Oh, I don't know what CAA stands for. So this is their first trip to Belleville since October 27th, 2018, and. They beat the this three one. So, oh, oh, good record there. <laughs> Sorry, correction. When we played Belleville in Grand Rapids, we lost four three. So we're good on the road against Belleville. That's what I see out of this, right? Sure. So we got sure. a chance. We're we're good at their arena. We we take these two wins. Uh, yeah. I look I look for key players, um, and I also reached out to our buddies at through the network over at Sens, Talking Some sense to see what information they can provide for us, too. Nice. So, they told me... So, what I found was Angus Crookshank. He was drafted in 2018, round five. He was pick 126. He's played 19 games so far. He leads the team in goals with eight. What right?
1: a hockey name.
0: Crookshank, yeah. It's,
1: it's Angus Crookshank.
0: He's a piece of meat, I guess. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I think I had a cow joke in here, and I forgot it. Oh! Uh, no! <laughs> he's got seven assists, 15 points. He leads the team. Uh He's an even plus-minus. He's put up 66 shots this year, so quite a bit. Last year, he played 71 games. He had 26 goals, 21 assists, 47 points. He was a minus-15. I'm not going to look too much into the minus because it looks like that team was just terrible, so... Um, So I'm not super worried about that. Uh, Their top defenseman, Maxis Gwinnett, drafted 2019 in the 7th round. uh, 187th pick. Played 19 games as well. He's only got 2 goals, but he leads the team with assists. He's got 12. Uh, 14 points. He's a minus 3. Put up 45 shots. Uh, Last year, he had played 72 games. He had 5 goals and 35 assists. So he's already pacing to pass that Uh, 40 points. He was a minus 14. So even he was like, he was a minus as well. Um, The more recent pick that they've had is Tyler Clevin uh, played 13 games for Ottawa last year. Uh, This is his first year with Belleville. So it was kind of like more of like a Marco Casper situation where uh, when he had finished over uh, for high school or not for high school for college, he was playing for North Dakota when they finished, Otto called them up right away. Which is odd to play that many 13 games.
1: They burn burned a the the DLC. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's like
1: I don't unparalleled I don't, success.
0: I, I don't get that. So
1: I, I don't know
0: that I don't know if it's the, I would assume they burned the DLC. And now he's playing in Belleville. So uh you know, maybe maybe um Dominic Kubelik took his spot. I who knows.
1: <laughs> Thank God for Steve Eiserman, man. Thank God.
0: Yeah, this is uh so uh he's played nine games, he's got two assists, two points, plus one. He's got 11 penalty minutes. Um, and then this is the last offensive guy that I want to highlight is Zach Ostapuchuk. I uh, probably murdered that, but you'll when you think did pretty game, well with that. Yeah, you'll get it. Uh he was drafted in 2021, rounds uh two. He was pick 39. This is his first time, this is his first year with uh, the team. Played for Winnipeg Ice in the WHL last year. Uh, he's got 19 goal, uh, nineteen games played, five goals. He's third on the team. Two assists, seven points, a minus three, six minutes, and then 33 shots. Um, when I reached out to the guys over at Talking Sense, they told me that Austin Pachucks, he's a good prospect, likely a future third liner uh, in the NHL. And then Cleveland uh, is a great third-pairing option as soon as next season in the NHL. So he he is somebody to keep an eye on. His stats are low, but that makes sense, too, of like why he played 13 games last year with Ottawa. Um, so it's, it's odd that he's down in Belleville um, without knowing too much in the organization. Uh, he said Gwinnett is a weird one. He has really great offense, and fans have grown to love him, but personally not sold on him yet. So uh, they're still kind of waiting on word. Uh, Says I need to see more from his two-way side. So on um, Gwinnett, and that Crookshank should be in the NHL right now, but isn't for unknown reasons. <laughs> so I'm like that's uh,
1: <laughs>
0: more unparalleled yeah, success. Yeah, maybe he's <laughs> like our Bergeron, like he's down here, but we can't figure out why, and there's just not a spot. And these guys cover the Senators; they don't really cover Belleville. So. I was kind right. of shooting in the dark just to see if I could get anybody to answer me back to the network. And uh, surprisingly, they did. And, you know, gave me good info, I thought, because hey, it matched up with what them. I had saw. So, yeah,
1: yeah, appreciate that. Our, our little Hockey Podcast Network family here helping us out.
0: <laughs> the other thing I want to mention, so goalies, just real quick, because this is odd. And this is what I'm like, the not was draft, draft doesn't make sense. They didn't have a whole lot of first round picks the last few years. And I can't remember why. Maybe traded. Traded. Yeah, for Alex Brinkett, right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> they traded one <wonderful laughs> for him.
0: I know. Uh, I think we've heard of that guy. Uh, so the, their goalie situation is super weird. So uh, the first guy, Mad Sugard, he was drafted in 2019 in the second round. He was picked 37. This is his fourth year with the team. Uh, Played 10 games so far, 23 goals against, one shutout, five wins, three losses, one overtime loss. He's got a .923 save percentage and 2.36 goals against. So he's playing really well. Uh, His average, he's right in line with his average. His average is .907 save percentage and then 2.9 goals against. So, I mean, actually, he's playing better than his average right now, which is probably the bright spot in this organization. (laughs) They have a goalie uh, that is playing spots. Yeah. I would say this is probably it Um, (laughs) because there are other two goalies. And this is what drives me nuts. So they have Levi will He was drafted in 2020 round three pick number 71. This is his second year with the team. Uh, He has six games, two wins, three losses, one overtime loss and a 0.899 save percentage, 3.66 goals against now. It shows that he's inactive, and I couldn't figure out why. I guess he's assigned to the American um uh ECHL team. I can't remember what their American um man, I thought you would have it, Brandon. The uh,
1: Belleville ECHL team? Yeah. A- Allen Americans.
0: Allen Americans. Yeah,
1: so yeah,
0: yep, yep, He's down with the Allen Americans, and then their other goalie, this is his fourth year with the team, and he's down there too. So, like, the, I don't know. the like One, that's a lot of, like, shipping somebody on a bus or maybe a plane back and forth from Allen, Texas to Belleville, Ottawa. Ontario.
1: Ontario. yeah,
0: Ontario. And then you've got, on top of this, like, why are you moving your goalies down so much? And then also, why are you drafting a goalie every year? Like, this is weird. When you don't have a whole lot of draft picks because you've been trading away your first rounds, why are you drafting goalies every year? Like... This is what... It's super confusing to me. Um, But Kevin Mandelis, drafted in 2018, round six, pick 157, fourth year, five wins, five games played, sorry, one win, two losses, one overtime loss, .879 save percentage, 4.29 goals against average. His average of four years has been a 3.48 and then a .892. So, he's just having a really terrible year and he's played two games in the ECHL he has no wins and a 3.53 goals against average. With Levy, he's got two games played, two wins with a 0. 0.95 safe percentage and two goals against average. So they're doing well in the ECHO, but they are not doing well with Idaho's system. It's just, it's so odd.
1: If I, I remember like, right, too, Allen was a pretty good team last year in the ECHO. Were they, yeah, I didn't check. There. They were a team were like, that we had, I think they were the team that Idaho beat to play up, uh, Toledo. Oh, wow.
0: So, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's just it's just weird that they drafted goalies and then they, the goalies haven't done well. And then the one guy that they have is like their starters is, is good. So I don't know who we'll see this weekend or not this weekend, but who we'll see this week. But uh, it, it makes for an interesting uh, <laughs> play, I guess.
1: There's no way they it start the really guy
0: interesting back to back. But yeah, it's it's a weird rotation. I don't know.
1: I know I saw two roster moves this morning from Belleville. I don't think you got to add them to the notes uh, in your day of work. One of them upsets me because Donovan Sobranco was with Belleville and assigned to Allen this morning. Ah oh, man. <laughs> and apparently we missed this. I didn't see either this posted anywhere through the walleye or Belleville, but Oren Santazo was released from his professional tryout back to Toledo today. Huh? Santazo had a tryout with Belleville. And for those walleye listeners that we have, we've said his name quite a bit this year in Toledo. Yeah. Uh, after the first game, he's really turned it on. I didn't know he was up there. I saw it posted. I literally was just sitting here scrolling through Belleville's Twitter, just making sure I wasn't like completely blind, but they never posted that they signed him, but they released him from it today. So, huh. Those are their two roster moves uh, this morning.
0: That sucks. That's, they didn't keep Sprague up this against this former team. That's
1: I was so mad about it.
0: it. and he didn't he didn't have a whole lot of games in with Belleville. I, I was really hope. It's this Griffin's team from last year to this year is super weird. Like a lot of our players are in the E. <laughs> like you can just tell, like
1: uh, oh. <laughs> trying to find here. How many games Donovan Sobranco has played this year with Belleville?
0: It's only like two or three. He's played zero
1: with Belleville.
0: Oh, so he hasn't even dressed.
1: He's played oh, he... one game in Allen. One injury, maybe I don't know. We don't know.
0: Yeah, well, that'd be my guess. I would guess. Oh, you
1: guessed know too. what? Months ago, because he, he played. Place. Because according to Elite Prospects, one game. One goal,
0: that's it. I think he did. But I think he was dealing with an
1: injury. I feel like he that was. That makes sense. Well, I hope yeah. he heals
0: up. I was, like
1: bummed, was bummed to see that we're not going to get to see him. Uh, but also at the same time, remembering how rough and tough he is, I'm okay with it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> so let's you know see what? him drop
1: the gloves with Shiner.
0: Oh, he probably... Well, he <laughs> probably that or Marco Casper. <laughs> he
1: just decides to take oh the my guy God. out. Well, he didn't play Marco with Marco last year, so you know. No, he'd fight one of the defensemen that beat him for his job. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um but uh anything you want to add about
1: Belleville? Uh it should be an interesting couple of games. I mean, like you said, they're struggling. I don't really know what to expect from these. If the Griffins have slowly figured out like what the chemistry needs to be on this team and they can make sharp plays like they were making tonight and they can look like the team we saw on Friday against Milwaukee. Uh, it should be a good weekend for us. If not, it's going to be a tough weekend for us. I look at this as just an extension of the Ottawa Senators. So I treat them with as much hatred as I treat the Ottawa Senators. So I expect nothing but absolute dominance uh, from the Griffins team. And I hope they take that and run with it too.
0: You know what? We should mention this too. This is kind of weird because Grand Rapids used to be the affiliate team for Ottawa.
1: The was were the affiliate team for the Ottawa Senators for a couple of years when this started. I remember those days. That's uh back in the days when we had Chris Neal and guys like that in Grand Rapids. You know, Chris Neal went to play a very long career in Ottawa. Um, a guy that was a rough and tough you know, enforcer here in Grand Rapids that they, they, they don't make players like him anymore. Uh, and he was an assistant captain. He took a leadership role in that team. He wasn't an offensive producer by any means, but they kept him around for a long time. And he was a key part of their playoff success that one year where they almost made it to the to the finals. Like that was a crazy, crazy year. So yeah, Ottawa, Ottawa had a special place in a lot of Griffin's fans hearts for a long time. It was a really weird affiliation set up back when, the Griff's first joined the uh, AHL, but it, I, I don't miss that affiliation. It's crazy, I think
0: we helped them so long, and now they've become our biggest enemy.
1: Let's be real, the team hasn't become our biggest enemy. <laughs> it's sends fans on Twitter that don't know when to shut up.
0: <laughs> no offense to our Sense Friends
1: podcast. No, they're fine. They don't talk they don't say stupid things.
0: Yeah, we're all we're all civil the group chat. It's
1: that it's uh, that every it's every day sends podcast that's not on our network that doesn't know how to podcast.
0: No, that's <laughs> them. That's who I reached out to. No,
1: you don't. Kidding. I'm kidding. I know you are.
0: Um any injuries, anything, lineup changes, anything we should be on the lookout for for us? For us
1: yeah, or for but... them. For us, uh, no. I mean, the only things we'll be looking forward to is hopefully having Amadeus or uh, Shine back Friday. I would assume hopefully we see Shine. It'll be about a week since he's been out uh, as a Friday, so hopefully we see him back. But
0: any awesome. roster, pre- any roster predictions now with Patrick Kane joining the Red Wings? Like I said a couple months ago,
1: you had to throw that in there, didn't you?
0: Well, yeah, I just you know. I pitch crazy the Not, ideas not, not like the K happens. part, the "the U" part. <laughs> yeah, I, I called that. You said it was a bad take.
1: <laughs> I did. I could probably go back and find that recording. I said flat out to you that it was a bad take. I said it very rudely. I'm pretty sure too.
0: I um, know the date. Don't worry. <laughs> it was the last week of October.
1: Um, I don't know what we'll. See. I don't think we'll see much from that. I don't. I don't think we'll see much of anything. I don't. I don't know who who can,
0: who can be moved.
1: Don't think anybody can move about freely. It's just the waiver exempt marks next to a bunch of Griffins players. I do not see a single person on their Detroit Red Wings uh, team that is waiver exempt right now. So, barring a trade, I don't think you're seeing anything crazy happen, even with Patrick Kane coming back.
0: Probably Ryan relieving.
1: I mean, maybe I could, I could see that.
0: <laughs> that's the only thing that makes sense, though.
1: I mean, if I look at just the scratches for tonight. Uh, per cap friendly, it was Patrick Kane, Ole Mata, and Reimer. There's no one else forwards that's scratched, so So. you're gonna probably see some healthy scratch. I'm assuming you're gonna see you probably see a Christian Fisher or a Clem Costin getting scratched some nights. Not that I would say scratch uh, Christian Fisher because actually, I really like him on the fourth line, and I think he's played extremely well for what he is to this team. He's exactly what he needs to be, so.
0: He's, he's the pew suitor.
1: <laughs> I like him better than pew suitor, except pew yeah. suitor found the back of the net a little more. So ah,
0: he was on the Outside of
1: that, game. though, man, no, nothing else for this weekend. I hope it turns out to be well. Uh, predictions. and not predicting goalies, even though I already have. Um, you know what? I'm not going to predict wins or losses. What?
0: That that's what I put in here. You have to you have to predict something.
1: I'll predict that they're going to play the game of hockey. And things will happen on ice with guys that wear skates and use hockey sticks. That is my prediction. No, I mean...
0: If you had to guess which team is going to score more, the home team or the away team,
1: Brandon? Hopefully the away team. No, oh, again, if if we see a Griffins team like we saw Friday against Milwaukee and like we saw for most of the night tonight against Toronto, I think that the Griffins will have a very solid weekend trip to Belleville. Um, you probably see – you could see a win in an overtime game per te- perhaps take place. Oh, I hope I'm more worried about the fact that the Griffins have to turn around from this game we're still dealing with this flu bug going around this locker room, and these guys have to play Friday, Saturday in Belleville, turn around and play at four o'clock in the afternoon on Sunday in Toronto. Like and then that's.
0: Griffin on Monday.
1: Yeah, and then come back to Grand Rapids. Do Tip a Griff all over the city on Monday. List of where players is uh, players are going to be at is posted on the Town West podcast Twitter. So you can go For check sure. that out there. Maybe we pin that one. Maybe it's not the worst idea. Was that where did you get that from?
0: Oh, so I got it right from the website.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. I just wanted to make sure it was actually like a shared thing and not like somebody internally shared it and then no. we shared it. And I was like, it is, "Oh God, it, yeah, let's get that."
0: It is subject to change, so that's probably the only thing I didn't put in there. They could have
1: the flu and not be there to share you yeah. food, which they cool. Can, thank you. Can, I don't want this crap.
0: Yeah, they can maneuver people around too. I think somebody, a couple of the players, had moved around last year, so. Yeah. Um, but no i got an email and from the griffins and then i opened that and then i saw learn more and i clicked that and there were the players i was like oh can i fit this all in a tweet sure yeah, it's
1: on the griffins website it's on our twitter page check it out hope to see some people out there i know we'll be attending one or maybe two of them
0: i'm hoping it three to be honest can Am you so I wait what's the, what's the etiquette on this like can we i don't
1: know like, I've never been to one. Jesus, oh man,
0: maybe some. You know me right now. I want
1: to. I want to go out and obviously meet some of the players and all that stuff, and meet you know people, listeners, fans, all that fun stuff. I have one goal that night, and one goal only.
0: You're gonna punch a kid to get MDA to sign your jersey, aren't you?
1: I will. I will not punch a child.
0: Kids, kids, cover your ears.
1: (laughs) I will not punch a child. Uh, Push push maybe <laughs> <laughs> uh no i mean yeah definitely. getting my getting my getting my firebird jersey signed by ammo is uh the goal has yours arrived yet
0: uh, i have no word on it i was supposed to call him today but i got called into work so maybe i, can... I you can
1: get up a call tomorrow
0: so you don't want to predict the game
1: i gave you my prediction
0: we got a t- we got on a tangent, so I'm trying to bring us back in. Trying to bring us back. In. Oh,
1: I, I gave the, my prediction. I, I think if we see the if we start to see consistency, we'll have a good weekend. Except for I'm still scared about what Sunday brings. Sunday is the most I'm the most nervous about that game. It's either the Griffins really find their identity on this road trip the leadership team comes together and figures out what this team's going to look like and they go on a little tear here and they get some revenge on Toronto don't let Toronto sweep us for the season series so don't let that happen but at the same time taking it game by game uh i think Belleville will be i think Belleville games will be fun to watch i think that i'll go with that i think we win all 3 we lose all 3 after you saying that I'm into your house.
0: <laughs> I say we win all three. The way we played tonight, I say we win all three. I think we generally all right. come together. The only thing that's going to knock us out is the flu. That's it.
1: Freaking flu, man.
0: I, th- I think we. I think we win all three. I think they say enough is enough. Let's get our our shoes tied, our skates tied, and I, th- I think they do it. Yeah. Bruno.
1: this what? is what kicks us off alright you heard it here first Nick says they win all three and if really? they don't win all three you can uh, send your complaints to at GR hockey guy on twitter uh, yeah just clip it yep, <laughs> like, clip this idiot. clip this moment of the podcast yep sweet you idiot
0: <laughs> hashtag bad hockey takes
1: yeah bad takes Takes. No, I them. hope you know me, man. I hope we win all three, but I'm I'm trying to just take it a game by game, man. And if we take it game by game, it's a podcast. It's a lot of recording and editing, and we ain't doing that. So,
0: <laughs> yeah, three and zero.
1: Oh. I see you have nothing else on the list here. No, nothing else. But you want real you quick want to speak
0: on the walleye?
1: Yep, yeah, real quick as we give a schedule update for them. So the fish have three games coming up. Uh, they play tomorrow. Uh, well, this would be Thursday's episode, so they played yesterday. <laughs> how um, they do? Uh, they won. They beat Kalamazoo 4-3. to three. <laughs> If that happens, y'all.
0: Oh, you uh, want to predict the Toledo Walleye score, but you don't want to predict our weekend. See <laughs> how it is, it's Brandon.
1: Just, it's a school day. Elias where your game. It's, live. It's a second school day game of the season for the Walleye at home. It's another 10.35 a.m. game.
0: Hey, they're usually pretty good at those 10.30 a.m. games.
1: I know. And if you remember what we said last time, because the Walleye and the Griffins played their school day games on the same day last time, and the Walleye had more attendance than the Griffins did. (laughs) So... (laughs) Uh, But outside of that, the Walleye also have another home game against Cincinnati on Friday. It is their teddy bear toss game. And... The giveaway that night is, you know, the big inflatable tunnel that sp- uh, Spike, their mascot? It's yeah. a, it's an ornament of that tunnel.
0: Aw, I wish somebody could grab one for me.
1: Dude, I want one so bad. I was like, oh, that drive. Oh, they could sell those for 20 bucks and make a million dollars. I would buy one in a heartbeat. That thing is sweet. Uh, but then they also traveled to Cincinnati on Saturday. So they got back-to-back home-and-home against Cincinnati this weekend. And then that game... Uh, yesterday against Calamazoo <laughs> so Zoo we get for recording a day before be but that's all I got for the fish because they obviously haven't played since we recorded on Sunday
0: whoop whoop they're still like looking good
1: yeah. they still they're look great they look great so we'll have more on them after this weekend I assume for everybody listening that our Monday episode is going to be a long one why? because we'll have three Griffins games back to back to back to cover instead of just our usual two
0: maybe we record each game and then we just clip it together.
1: Not doing that. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> doing that. I am not doing that. And then obviously we'll have some more eye coverage in there too. So yeah. We can... But anything else for you for our Thursday episode? What you got? No, I'm good. Perfect. It's 11 o'clock. You got to get to bed. You're tired. Yeah. Got to go to bed.
0: it a long day. All right. It was a long day.
1: Yeah. You got called in to work on your day off. So that's always a good day. So fun. Appreciate you sticking it out with me after the game here, sir. Appreciate you helping cover the game tonight. Appreciate everyone for listening to this week's Thursday episode. Follow along with us on Twitter for the Griffin's road trip this weekend. We'll be covering every game, highlights, clips, and all the fun dad jokes that Nick can think of while he's uh, posting. I promise dad jokes to the fans now. You have to post them.
0: Remind me. Maybe I will.
1: Got you but it's cool. shout out to hockey podcast network for being an amazing host shout out to our sponsor DraftKings for also being awesome appreciate our patreon supporters if you want to support the show feel free to hop over there and give us a follow on there appreciate randy and michael for giving us a follow on there appreciate you guys but we have nothing else everyone have a great weekend and we will talk to you on monday
0: love you bye Thank you for tuning in to the Hockeytown West podcast. Be sure to check us out on Twitter at HockeytownWPod and your host Nick at Gr Hockey Guy and Brandon at Brandon Gr
1: Hockey.